of the now world-famous Hockey Masks, High Schools, and Popcorn. I'm your host, Mike, as always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Yellow. Yellow. Um, so, eighth episode. Yay. Yay again. Closer. We're, I know, we'll, we'll say that every week, and <laughs> I guess until we, until we stop. That's, that's the... <laughs> chariots of Fire. No, I was, doing, doing? no I was doing Choo Choo Train, going fat, Choo Choo Train. <laughs> you did that, you know, now I sucked into your thing you did a long time ago. You did yeah, it's that. all It's, all it's a Choo Choo Train. It's, it's my fault. We're so, going down the track faster, gaining we're getting momentum. There. We're getting there. Um, so, Hockey Mask, High Schools, and Popcorn. This is our uh, our 80s movie review podcast. Uh, first part of the show, as always, is dedicated to the last week's movie that, that we chose. We go back, we watch it, put on our old man cynical glasses, we come back, and uh, you know we talk about it. And what so, was last week? Last week was Poltergeist. Yay, Yay Poltergeist. Uh, see, so you're... you're uh, nostalgia, nostalgia rating was a 4.76, and mine was a 4.33. Three. So we both had fond, I guess, yeah. fond memories yeah, of, of this movie um, and got a chance to go back and watch it again. So uh, kicking it off, what do you think? you changing your rating any? Um, I, I, let's save our ratings, or do you want to? It doesn't really matter. I'm going to up mine. I'll say that. All right. I, I'm actually going to keep mine the same. Uh-huh. I had thought about dropping it. Yeah. But there's some other things that made me kind of want to keep it the same. I would drop it based on the horror aspect of this movie because I didn't I didn't find it scary at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't really find it intense. But it was a good movie, right? It was well done. I, I thought that the character, the writing, the humor, the atmosphere. I mean, it was it was just good. I just it was just yeah. a well done movie, well rounded movie. Yeah, and and it really made me think that they just they just don't do horror movies. But you like do have to take into account that you're now sixty. True, I'm old. Or whatever you are. You right. Um, so I, I'm not really 60. I, you know, and you've seen it, so the wow factor is gone a little bit. You, absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'll, I'll let you keep your rating. I'm not going up. I'm not making my rating go up huge. I went from a 4.76. I'm going to a 4.81. Yeah, there we go. That's up a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Had to break I mean, I, I did. I enjoyed the movie again. Like I said, it just for a horror movie, it just didn't scare me. And you're right. I mean, after, what was this, 1982, I believe it was. Yep. Um, yep. You know, after almost thirty years now, it's you know clearly it's it's just not scared scary from that perspective anymore. I've actually seen it many times. I mentioned last week that I own it. Um, I don't remember the last time I watched it, but it wasn't more than probably two years ago at the latest. Um, but I still get tense when I watch it in certain scenes. Really? So even though I've seen this probably, gosh, a lot. Yeah, I don't even know how many times. Yeah. It's definitely been a lot of times that, that I've watched. But I did, for everyone out there, I did watch this again just for this purpose only so I could be fresh with fresh. everything. So fresh. we can give you the most fresh and honest opinions of a movie Bam, it's right from That's 30 years ago. Yeah. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> We're kicking it to you fresh from 30 years back. All right, so for those who haven't seen Poltergeist, um, which I don't, again, know why you would listen to us in, in this section if you haven't seen it, but uh, if you haven't seen it, it's a classic horror movie. Uh, written, um, maybe people produced by are going to be listening to us because they want to know about these movies, and they'll go like, "Wow, that sounds like a good movie. I'll go watch it." All right. Well, then you know, maybe we should start off. Everyone, we should just automatically assume the disclaimer of spoiler. Right? We shouldn't have to yeah. say spoiler every time because right. it's a movie review show. People should just assume that we're going to talk about the movie and yeah. it's going to get spoiled. So we're definitely going to spoil this movie to hell. 
So the movie starts out a uh, typical suburban family in a typical suburban neighborhood. Uh, you've got uh, mom and dad. It's played by Craig Nelson, Joe Beth Williams. Uh, then you've got uh, three kids. There was uh, Dana, who was the oldest girl. Which didn't uh, get much screen time. Yeah, she, you know, for some reason, I thought she had more screen time, but watching it again and really paying attention, she really didn't have that much free time. Uh, free time. <laughs> she didn't have a lot of free time for crafts. <laughs> she had a lot of free time. <laughs> uh, Robbie was their uh, youngest son, and then, of course, Carol Ann, who was s- sort of central to the movie, was their youngest daughter. Uh, but basically starts out, uh, you know, uh, again, just average everyday suburban neighborhood. Uh, strange things kind of start happening around the house. Furniture starts to move. People start sliding across the floor. Carol <laughs> Ann comes yeah, down and starts yeah. talking to people on the TV. Eh, I'm paraphrasing, right? I'm not giving everybody. You know, right. If you want to see the movie, you should you watch see the, it. Right. You should watch the movie. Um, it's not crib notes. So eventually, though, things kind of escalate, and Carol Ann gets sucked into a a second dimension through the next boob dimension tube. through the well no it gets through her closet but the ghosts come out from the boob tube uh, into the house you know, and then she gets sucked yeah, in through the closet that's right yeah. so I'm i did glad, just watch yeah, it. i'm glad it's fresh yeah. in your mind apparently it's not <laughs> so she gets sucked into the next dimension and of course you know once that happens things really start going crazy around the house parents can't get her back they go to a parapsychology department at the local college which by the way, does not exist. Parapsychology isn't actually anything that you can... But yet we've now seen two movies with this. Yeah, with the parapsychology departments. Ghostbusters and now this. See, Hollywood teaching us how the world works since uh, 1920. (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) Uh, So they get these people to come and help them out, and, uh, you know, eventually they find a a medium or a seance lady or whatever. They they didn't actually call her anything, did they? I don't remember what they actually referenced her as. But they they find someone to come and help them. And uh, the little midget lady comes in and, and... Figures out a way to get her from the... Little person. Little person, sorry, I guess. My bad. Uh, and, and finds a way to get her out from the second dimension. And, and they do. And, and they think, oh, great, we're, we're happy now. Uh, but the poltergeist wasn't quite done and uh, attacks the house again and basically forces them to move and the house gets destroyed because ultimately it wasn't just the poltergeist. It was the houses were built on top of a burial ground that was supposed to have been moved. You are really going to ruin this thing. But okay. the guy yeah, just you, moved yeah. the tombstones. Yeah, tombstones. I told you, we're going to spoil the movie. Did. So basically that was, in a nutshell, a very, very small nut at, this, at that uh, was, was the movie there. So, all right, well, give me it. What, uh, I, what, what, I loved what the opening first. I know we talked about it last week when we talked about uh, the Star Spangled Banner at the end of every night and your TV would go off, and that's how they started this film off. With the nice crisp logo of Poltergeist, which I love the font they used in that. <laughs> um, Geek. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, the Star Spangled Banner comes up, and you're seeing the image of the scenes going on that we would mm-hmm. see every night, usually right. something like Jefferson that. Jefferson Memorial, Lincoln right. Memorial, Iwo Jima. And then, you know, it fades off, and it goes, Shh, and, and, and you know static. what? It's funny that you mentioned it, because I love that. I love the way they open the movie. They're doing the credits, yeah. kind of going through their house. You're hearing the Star Spangled Banner, and then just, boom, cut to the to the screen of the TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember... You get that dog going around introducing the yeah, characters. And that was, that was, I thought that was really well done, too. I, I mean, that's that what was he's doing, just, basically, going yeah, around introducing all the characters. So you see level, everybody, yeah. right? You saw the dad, the mom, the little kids going looking for food, stuff. looking for attention. Yeah, I thought that stuff. was really good. Um, and I did like, because I kind of remembered from the movie theater when that when it did that, how because it was the static on the, on the screen, it kind of made that in the movie theater, it felt like everything was kind of yeah. stop motion. I mm-hmm. thought that was a really good, yeah. good effect. What do you call it, though? Gosh, uh, strobe, yeah, strobe light, there strobe, you go. effect. Which you know, I don't know if really they were using the TV for that because uh, there's a scene later on in the movie when they're all in the living room watching with the paranormal people and they're doing it. 
the strobe looked like it was coming from a different direction. Yeah. So I don't know if they were using the TV. No, I don't, don't think I'm sure I don't think it was. You would have to have a little bit stronger than that. To it was that a big, of... heavy one, especially in other scenes. But yeah. yeah. But, I, you know, okay, so the movie starts out, and, and I do, like I said, like you said, I love the opening. I thought that was great. Um, and typical Steven Spielberg, even though he didn't direct this movie, he clearly had a lot of influences, right? Because typical Steven Spielberg type of fashion, you know, all his movies always open up uh, sort of... I don't know, innocuous, right? It's not really, you don't really get the sense that this is a horror movie when it first starts. You know, you got the guy riding on his on a bike for some reason uh, with a six-pack of beer. <laughs> Which is Yeah, funny. you know, it's I didn't just, really notice, think about that about twice until I just saw it now. I'm like, why is he on a bike with this? And it's not even like it's a big bike. It's his kid's bike, clearly. Yeah. Uh, and he's just riding down the road with a six-pack of beer. He ran out of beer. He had to go get it. Yeah, but, you know, when they show the, when they show the overheads of the, the development, there's no stores around there. It's not like there's a strip mall, so I don't know if he just rode to his house and got it and <laughs> came back. I, I don't You're thinking know. too much about that. Yeah, I probably did. But <clears throat> so it opens up pretty pretty you know, quiet. And, you know, one of the things I, I did love uh, about seeing this again, I had kind of overlooked was there was a lot of humor uh, in this movie, even when things were getting scary, quote, quote, uh, you know, there, there was a lot of humor um, in this movie, but so I really enjoyed that part of it. You know, him coming down and the kids playing with him, but you know, once again, Steven Spielberg, nice house, you know, beautiful house, all the toys, all the toys. Yeah. I mean, Robbie, their son had, had everything right. The Chewbacca jacket, all the star Wars figures on the side, um, I did notice too in one of the scenes it had a, a, a speak and say or a speak and spell. Oh, really? Yeah, up there. And I was just wondering if that was like a just a toss in from an ET thing, right? Because yeah. the kid's clearly too old for a speak and spell. Um, but I didn't know if that was just something he put in there to reference his, his earlier ET movie. Well, they shared a room, right? No, no, no. Yeah, no. The daughter, the youngest kid, the youngest girl, and the son share shared a room. Yeah, they were in the same room, which is weird because it seemed like it was a really big house, but yet there was only three bedrooms, unless one was just being used for something else exercise room you never saw <laughs> it could be I mean they didn't really give us a tour of the whole house it was just it's just odd that they ended up doing it that way well, you know what bugs me and I'm going to jump because it's in my head why does this whole entity thing happen in the closet in the first place if you know if these are like if you ruined it for everybody by saying you know, they didn't move the body or they moved the headstones but not the body so it's just weird that all this took place from the closet as it's you know yeah I don't know why that was the central point because you know first thing in the movie right you know the very first time we see carol ann she's walking down and talking to the tv and kind mm-hmm. of freaking her parents out uh, but then the very next night the same thing happens again and and you know i love that scene where she goes the second night she's talking to the tv and she goes to put her hand towards and that little spectral hand jumps yeah. out at her mm-hmm. i love whatever they did to her to make her look that scared her hair was like turned sideways like she was really blown away and she just had a great uh scared look do you know that when she turns though, and they all wake up and the, the, everything shakes, and she says they're here? Mm-hmm. Look at it again. I mean, I saw this in IMDb, so I can't claim credit. I think I'm looking <laughs> at it though to watch it. She says they're here, but her mouth says they're all here. Oh, that what they redubbed it later on? Yeah. No, no, I so never caught like, that. It's it annoyed me now that I see it. It's going to stick. <laughs> now out. it's going to stick with you yeah. every single time you see that movie. Yeah, it sure is. We had to ruin that for everybody. But yeah, I don't know why the closet came into play because the she was in her parents' bedroom when it went through the TV and I don't know the ghosts went into the house, which was an odd scene anyway. Um, I'm thinking maybe it's just because it's her bedroom. I guess that's where the ghosts felt like they could get to her the most. <laughs> not not really <laughs> sure. Can, it's weird. So uh, did you ever? Because you know when the again when the movie's first starting up, and I also love the. The, the parrot dying because that, that kind of came in later. Parakeet. The parakeet dying, sorry, because that kind of came in later too when they were digging the pool. And did you notice that the parakeet body 
was well, still there. Well, how could it anyway? How could it what? Uh, they didn't bury it in the yard there. They clearly buried it near the bushes over there by the thing. It wasn't even near <laughs> well, where they I'm were Well, I'm not even getting the nitpicking, but it, it just it hit me that that was a nice foreshadow. Oh, look, there's bodies still on the ground, right? They dug it up, and there was a body there. Now, I, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to nitpick. I mean, I'll, I'll say it, but when they <laughs> dug these houses and the foundations, yeah, certainly they would have ran into these bodies. You would have thought that someone would have Even when run they dug the body. pool itself, even you know, because they're in there. So, right. you know. Because these things were only buried six feet down. But I don't, I'm not going to complain. Yeah. Again, you know, it's a horror movie. suspend disbelief in, in some of these cases. Um, you know, but again, Steven Spielberg always does a great job with his stuff of just kind of setting up that casual, you know, this is just a family movie type of thing, right? Especially during the storm, uh, you know, when the lightning was going on, he got scared, and they started doing that counting thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the light goes off. Which counting. I picked up from that. I learned, and I did it for like... You know, I, I remember that's what you're supposed to do. I don't know if I learned it from that movie or not, but I do remember that that's what you're supposed to do when the lightning happens. You count, and that's how many miles away mm-hmm. uh, the, the actual storm storm was supposed to be kind of works i but, mean it depends on where the lightning striking from too though but uh, you know it does have some relevance i mean you know well i mean as a kid you just want to it you want to be able to do anything so that, that storm doesn't doesn't get you but it's funny because it's been so long since you know again we're, obviously we're older right but how long has it been since the storm scared you right you know i mean as storms, a kid, you remember i love standing up by scared. the door in the window yeah. while a storm goes off you yeah. do yeah i remember we used to have that front porch and our old townhouse used to stand on there and that to watch the storm. You know, one time when I was about the same age of Poltergeist, um, when I saw it, uh, I was uh, watching a storm from the back window inside the house, sliding glass door. I had a big curtain. I was between the glass and the curtain behind me. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the storm was a huge storm going in front of me. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. And I'm so nervous about going on. I've got myself intertwined in the um, little string that opens, pull <laughs> string that opens and closes the curtain, slides it yeah. up and down. So I got myself wrapped up in this thing somehow. I was so nervous. All of a sudden, this big bolt of lightning strikes, and the thunder is right there instantaneously, and it was so loud that it scared me so bad, I took off. <laughs> and tore the whole curtain rod, all the curtains right out of the wall, and the drywall pieces coming out and all that. Oh, I got shit for that. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I can see why you love storms. Yeah. They, scared, they scared the hell out of you. But it's just, it was neat to kind of see that again, because it's been a long time since so I've been a, been a scared. I was getting ready to say a scared. <laughs> long time since so I've been a scared of a, of a storm. So that was just kind of cute and uh, funny. You know, um, when they were also towards the beginning when they were watching the football game and all that, and all that fun banter going back and forth and the beer shooting up in the air and all that was running in. You know, when the clickers, they were mm-hmm. the remote controls, and they were clicking back and forth. I'm trying to figure out, you know, because way back in the day, you know, they're called clickers for a reason because back a long time ago before they had um, infrared. infrared, they used a clicking sound. So you'd push the buttons, it would go click, click, and it would be a certain sound that would change the channels, um, frequency of sound. Um but they were using remote controls like clickers, but I can't. I don't know back then. I'm sure they had to have LED or um, infrared back then. Didn't uh, 1982. I don't. I don't know. Maybe this Steven Spielberg. They probably had some some nice TVs. But there's that, no way were, either way that they're going to be able to go from house to house. You know, changing no, channels. No, no, but it was no, still no. funny. But like it was just scene. it was just yeah. a, a neat little thing. But of course, you know, in 1982, how many people had remote control TVs? Yeah. You know, I so, mean, you see it. You see the yeah, things, you know, it was huge. But I mean, yeah. who, who had them? I don't. I know we didn't in 1982. We were still turning the damn dial or pressing the buttons on the actual TV to Maybe make things. You did, <laughs> whatever. You didn't have remote control TV in 1982, so those things could have just you know they could have popped a beer and people would have been like, oh yeah, of course TV remotes do that. They, you know, people didn't know the difference <laughs> back then. What else do you got? Well, you know, well, I got a lot. Don't worry, but f- from the from the opening, so you know that again, it was that whole friend thing. 
uh, or family thing that he always loves to do in the beginning and you get to meet all the characters um so you know but when things really start to get strange you know obviously when the ghost actually gets sucked into the house and everything shakes and you're like okay the ghosts are here and then the, the next morning you know they come down and everything seems to be okay you know all of a sudden though the spoons start getting bent mm-hmm. uh and they do the uh you know she turns around and all the chairs are up on the table yeah you know that that scene I thought was really neat only because, you know, it was kind of funny. Again, it was a scary scene, but he turns it into a humor where she's yeah. like, you know, did the TV people do that? And she's like, uh-huh. And, you know, do you see them? She's like, nope. And then, you know, Carol Ann looks back, do you see them? You know? They and, want to make it friendly, like a friendly right. ghost kind of situation. Make you feel comfortable with the situation. And they still are, because right? it's a bright Which, day. Yeah. There's sunlight. It, yeah. There's no scary, freaky music type of thing going on. So you're still kind of like, all right, well, this doesn't seem like a really big deal. Uh, you know, but even still, what's the chance that any mom is going to turn around and see that and be like, eh, I'm I'm yeah, okay with this. I'd be freaking out. Yeah, let's, let's see what happens. I'd love to well, see that. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see it once and then I'm getting the F <laughs> yeah, out of that house. house. Yeah, I'm getting the hell out of that house. <laughs> but, you know, then later on, I guess, the, you know, in the evening, things start to escalate and they start doing that sliding across the floor thing. Mm-hmm. You know, she puts the tape down so you can see how it goes and the husband comes home and she puts the chair in the little circle and it slides down. And Mommy, course, that burns. Yeah, well, he's freaking out. The dad's freaking out, like, what the hell is going on? And then she puts the girl in there. And, of course, my first thought is, like, well, what the hell made you want to escalate to putting a child? Like, you had no idea what that was going to do. Like, how do you know it was going to pull the kid and not her arm? You know what I mean? It, or it wasn't going to yank out her stomach or something. I, who, what parent is thinking to themselves, you know what we should do? I should put the kid in this. Let's Maybe see she did it so many times that every time she did it, it was the same. I don't know. You would don't you, know how many times she did it. Would it matter? I mean, honestly. She, but well, it matter? does it matter then that you're even... I mean, I don't know. Let's say you, you, you uh, jump out of planes. You enjoy parachuting. You've done it 50 times. Would you take your five-year-old and throw her out of a plane with a parachute? Of course not. I mean, why, why would you even do something like that to a kid? She's five years old. You're going to stick her in this circle with a helmet on and have as ghosts move her down. As long as I tell her, move her down. here, you know? <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> you would never. You would never. It just seemed like an, uh, an odd thing to me. That's all. But I still thought it was funny. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still laughed. But I actually liked it even better when they go over to the next-door neighbor. They try to ask, <laughs> you know, is there anything going on? Ben. And they're, and they're both, oh, yeah. yeah. And they're both just acting like idiots. That, Another that, great that cracked scene. me up. A really good scene. I love that. You know, any strange activity. You know, like, <laughs> With all the mosquitoes jumping all over them. That now, that part where they walked up there, didn't the light bulb, like, shine in their faces, like, really, really bright when they did that? Wasn't that in the original? For some reason, when I saw it, when no, that's at the end, though, when his Well, I boss, know it happens when his boss happens, but I thought it also happened when they Well, they said, there. it was like they said, what do you, um, I think they were talking about, because he had, like, a bug that was tracking the, the Right. But he didn't mention it. They said I, just, it was, I just felt like something got cut there when I was watching it on TV. It felt like it kind of jumped that scene. I don't, I don't know why. I, for some reason, I remember there being mm-hmm. a, a scene there. How about that stupid-ass clown? Yeah. The, well, that clown, that clown gets introduced again, even though it was sitting on his chair. Yeah. And it was fine. Just looking at that clown, like, who the hell bought that clown right. for that kid? Even if you're not knowing what happens next with that clown. Congrats to the people who even thought to get that specific clown for that scene because that clown, when it's even friendly looking, <laughs> yeah, put no some shadows on that, that thing. And yeah, that that is one freaky looking clown. I don't know if they went to like Terror Clowns or Us or something like that. But <laughs> it, you know, it's not like it was sitting in the corner. It was sitting at the chair staring at his bed. <laughs> like, what the hell, man? Get rid of this stupid Maybe clown. he didn't even put it there. You know, maybe it jumped on there and Oh, that's there, true. I don't you know, know if the ghosts were know. there yet. I don't think the ghosts were there yet, but that was still just that, that clown. I hate that. I hated that clown so much. Uh, that was still something that kind of was like, what the hell's up with that damn clown? Mm-hmm. Gosh. So when the uh, bad stuff started happening, what got you? 
the bad stuff started happening. Well, you know, I mean, level. you know, because it, you know, once well, it, it escalated fast, it did. Right, it went from oh, well, look, we're sliding on the floor to holy crap, this tree just came in and, and yeah, broke through. Ate the kid, distracted the family while it sucked her into the closet. Oh, and you know, I wasn't. It wasn't scary anymore. I just hated seeing that. And this is where being a parent sucks sometimes because you can't watch movies where kids are in trouble. It's hard, yeah. You know, because she's hanging on there screaming for her mommy and her daddy hanging on while the closet's getting ready to suck her in. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I come help you. <laughs> no, they're too busy out helping the other kid, you know. Yeah, I mean, the that kid was clearly a pain in the ass. I think I probably would have I would have saved the daughter in that yeah. case. Poor Robbie, too, because, you know, when he comes in from the house and Caroline's now gone to his other dimension, <laughs> right? Know. And he's in front of the TV. You know what I'm going at? Yeah. He's in front of the TV. He's like, mom, Mom, yeah. Caroline's in the TV, and they got this little shadow of him, a silhouette of him in front of the TV, and all you see is his buck teeth. Oh my God, he has a huge profile. Oh, holy oh, crap. poor Robbie. I mean, yeah. I'm sure the dude now is. Uh, hopefully, he grew out yeah. of that. We yeah. should find a picture of him. But that profile, maybe I'll take a screenshot and put that on it. Poor <laughs> Rob. I don't know if I should do that, to Robbie, because well, I mean, he's sure he's grown out. Well, I assume his face is growing into those teeth eventually. So you know what that, that, that whole well, you know I'm saying his face got big enough to hold those teeth. I'm sure it worked out for him. In the it's end. not working. Just move on. <laughs> what? It's terrible. You don't think? I mean, you know, his face grew into his teeth. That's what happens, right? You get adult teeth, but you don't have an adult face yet, so it looks a little strange. Okay. Anyway, uh, going back to Robbie, although we hadn't actually left him. The uh, did you th- think it odd the whole? So the tree has him right, and it's sucking him in. It's eating him. And there's a tornado coming. Now, did you were they trying to give the impression that the tornado was generated by the ghosts? Because the tornado comes down and just picks up that tree and then flies away. Like that was intended by the the ghosts. And I had that to me that, that just kind of bothered me a little bit. It like, does bother me a little bit. I had that impression that it was somehow brought on by this. Yeah, like like the ghosts now control the weather. Weather. Yeah. Yeah. And can make tornadoes and, and have the tree took away. And you know, that's kinda why I ended up not given this any better because there was a lot of those types of inconsistencies that just it just took me out of the movie and I couldn't help it I didn't well, want to okay I'm, I'm gonna but, jump but, but it just took me out of the movie I'm gonna take a leap but Next remember in Poltergeist 2 mm-hmm. that old man creepy old man he had he rain creep, yeah he made rain over himself outside only where he was he was raining over him so I'm just saying they can control weather Obviously, clearly, but he is a ghost, and even in Poltergeist Two, that should be dumb, right? How, how is a ghost no, it's, supposed it's to be dumb? Con- but I'm saying, although I'm, he's the beast, right? Didn't it turn out that he was the devil? No, that's uh, different. Now, if he's the devil, all right, I could see him being able to control control the weather. But you know, eventually, I mean, the way they kind of made that sound in this movie, it, it was just you know a bunch of random poltergeists. So when man actually gets the knowledge to control weather better than what we can now, because you know, with technology down the road, we can become the devil. No, that's not exactly what I was saying, but I see where you're going with that one. Not trapping me in some kind of weird logic cube of yours. <laughs> all right, it's not happening. My point still stands. They can't make a tornado show up to pull a tree out. Makes no sense whatsoever. What you mean controlling the tree? What the hell was that about? That was just seemed kind of out of the blue and arbitrary. To just An- another happen. little twist here. Oh, twist. That's bad. Uh, but on that tornado, <laughs> they do make a little quick. I mean, it's probably not probably just me, but a little Wizard of Oz music sound. Just like a, literally like a, dun, 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 and it fades off. Almost you get that feeling it's from Wizard of Oz. I mean, huh. that's where I, I got. I, I mean, that's where I got from it, but, you know, yeah, that's Yeah, I, I don't remember that. That might have just been in your head because you were such a big Wizard yeah. of Oz fan back in the day. That was. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. Although, you know, he may have kind of thrown that in there. Why not? It might have been something that people can catch. It's a part of the score. I'm not saying it was. It, it had the, the feeling that made you feel 
All right. Well, if anybody noticed that too, let us know because I'd be curious now. I don't really don't cricket, back. cricket. I don't really want to hear cricket. <laughs> if anybody actually listens to this, knows that, let me know because I'd I'd be really curious to see. Yeah, so that whole part happens, right? And Carol Ann gets taken. It was very, to me, like, oh, poor little kid. Gets sucked into the closet, you know, wherever and goes away. Uh, you know, that the and that was where you would think, okay, now this movie's really going to take a, a really scary, freaky turn. And it, and it kind of did, right? But after that, they go and they try to get some help. And they find the, what's her name? Um, uh, Dr. Lesh. Dr. Lesh, thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, who comes in with her two assistants. And starts trying to figure things out, and you know the the one of the assistant was like, "Yeah, I, I recently videotaped a Hot Wheels car moving mm-hmm. across the you know seven feet. It took seven hours." And he was like, "Oh yeah, that that's great." Mm-hmm. And then they open up the door to Carol's Ann, Carol Ann's room, and everything's just flying around. But I thought that was a funny scene. I mean, it was light humor. You know, you had the the light pole or the the lamp going into the lampshade and turning on. You had the Hulk riding a horse. You know, the, all the room from a distance looked great when they opened the door and you see it as a whole. Looks great, but the minute you had the Hulk and all that, the stop motion got me a little bit. I would have probably given this movie like a four point eight nine <laughs> if it wasn't for these little other things that are kind of getting me. Yeah, I just I, again that that type of well, you know, and it wasn't even the special effects. I didn't expect special effects. To Most of the special effects I loved are just little things like that. Yeah, but I mean, again, that was just it was a funny funny scene right and then the next scene they're, they're downstairs sitting at the table and, the, and Dr. Tesh Lesh, <laughs> his hands are shaking while she's trying to drink the coffee and she's like well I don't know if this house is haunted or not and then the coffee pot just <sighs> slides across the table I mean that to me was just it was great right and it's that kind of humor lightheartedness, but surrounded by horror that you really just don't see I don't think in, in today's horror movies any. but that's why I gave it I didn't make it go down I kind of kept it the same because the movie itself was still well done it just it just wasn't scary anymore I think that um, you need that in a horror movie to throw in. If you're really good if you can find the right comedy to throw in there without being over funny. Slapstick. Yeah. It just throw it in there just to take the, the you know, the pressure off of you. You're, the viewer watching it, it can just be so much, you know, to handle. And you throw in these little quick things to kind of take you down a notch. Yeah. But when know. was the last, what was the last horror movie that you saw? Recently. I mean, aside from this. <laughs> Clearly, right? Because you just saw this one. Um, Prometheus, I guess. Would you consider that horror? Yeah. I guess. Oh, I consider, certainly. Consider that more sci-fi. Sci- it's sci-fi horror, but it's still horror. Hmm. Dude's right. face getting melted off, and it's just I terrible. guess. All right. I never really thought about it. I'm thinking more like a horror, like ghost type of horror movie. I mean, See, we saw dude, Paranormal Activity a while ago. That's still considered sci-fi. A ghost is, you know, horror, you know, horror is something that is horrible. You know, it's, you know, it's <laughs> well, horror. You, didn't, you wouldn't think Paranormal Activity would be considered horror? Well, no, it is, but oh. it's also... I, there, but you're dealing with paranormal stuff, so I would consider that more sci-fi. Hmm. It's still horror for what the events are happening. Look, Casper the Friendly Ghost is not a horror movie. It's no. a ghost, but it's still sci-fi. Not sci-fi, fantasy. Fantasy, that's better. I mean, I, for that fits that one. But I think yeah. it depends on what you're talking and what type of movie. I think. But horror, yes. Sci-fi, yes. Fantasy, certainly. (laughs) Sci-fi. Sci-fi is science fiction. It deals with science. It's pretty fiction to me. (laughs) Well, so is fantasy. That—that's the point of it. But yeah, I mean, I just—I'm just—I was trying to think of a horror movie that I may have seen. I don't watch a ton of horror movies. I know you like them more than I do. But the thing we saw that. Yeah, yeah. But even still, that that, again, it just—it just feels like that horror movies. They just don't make them that way anymore. And I was trying to think of a. A more recent parallel to Poltergeist to, to kind of compare the two, and you know, but I, there are I really none. couldn't. Let's challenge anybody out there to find a movie that is well rounded. Yeah, it has that movie. kind of heart humor tied in with the horror. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, Story I, I all around. I couldn't. I couldn't find. I couldn't think of one. I thought of Scream, maybe right. Scream. I thought approach, but Scream was more of a. Uh, I don't know. More of a commentary on what had been considered formulaic horror up yeah. to that point. So uh, that's a whole other discussion, actually. But yeah, I mean, it comes close. Not at least it did bring a new way of telling horror. Right. Well, it brought all the stereotypes forward yeah. and said, "Look, everybody do does this. We're going to do it too, but we're going to do it a little bit different." Yeah, and then talk about guy, it as doing right, it. Right. So it was a whole different. It was a whole different scenario there. But yeah. anyway, so we sidetracked there. So back to Poltergeist. So you know, she gets taken. They come in to do their whole thing, and you know what? Chicken scene was still good. It was still pretty good. I gotta the say, chicken, the, uh, the, the, the chicken and the the steak uh, scene. Uh, you know, but still, come on. The guy goes in to go get food. He opens up the refrigerator. I know, but he opens up the refrigerator and pulls out a perfectly looking T-bone steak. I do watch that carefully, and you're right. He just reaches in that fridge, and you don't see what he's grabbing, but he does. Picks it right up out of their hole, and he holds it like really... Yeah, and he didn't pick it up on a plate. No, right. He just picked it up with his hands and just holds it across like, oh, this this is good. He grabs the chicken first, puts that in his mouth. I'm like, where'd you get that? I mean, don't cover their food in the fridge. I mean, (laughs) you know. Well, it could have been KFC, right? Maybe he just went into KFC bucket and got some chicken. I don't know. I cover my leftovers. Right. Just saying. Well, maybe he's a he's a hick. It was you weird. Never know. He reaches in, gets chicken, like you say, grabs a steak, puts the steak on the counter, which he puts it, you know, very deliberately in the way he did it. It just annoyed me that when he places it down. I guess so not, they like, weren't concerned they, about E. coli in 1982, right. just throwing stuff so on the had counter. To, he had to put it just where the track would be, so the next scene they could put the thing underneath it, then the tile had a little thing that pulls the steak along. But anyway. All right, see, so stop ruining it for everybody. You're talking about me spoiling it, now you're ruining it. No, I'm all telling the people how a steak moves across the uh, counter. You're telling yeah, them ghosts. dead people. Ghosts did it. That's how the steak moved across the counter, all right? So, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, spoiling movies for people. It was but gross. It was. It's still it gross, and I still... Uh, I'll the sound it makes chicken. as the guts come up, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know what they're using for that, but it's awesome. This sound effect movie, was great. I recommend to anybody putting headphones on and listening to this movie. Really? It It's beautiful sound. Beautiful sound in this movie. Um, it, I know that I looked actually to see it. I don't think it was recorded back then. I don't think they had surround sound. It was recorded in Dolby Stereo. So, but just in stereo, I was listening to it. Was beautiful. Did and you do it? With, did you do it with the headsets on as well, or you just do it? Oh, you did really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I wanted to hear it. <laughs> you know, because there's lots of things. I love Carol Ann and that kind of distant voice they were using when she was in the TV land. Yeah, yeah, and they were trying um, to talk to her, and she know, was kind of real far away. And you hear her, and she was like, the steps running back and forth, and it was going from one ear to the other, and her voice was going around in your head, and you just like, wow, it's in your head. It was like crazy. <laughs> there's feet in my head, man. Get That's a movie out. I recommend for headphones, yeah. Hmm, interesting. I never would have thought to watch that movie in headphones. You uh, you definitely yeah. take your geeks to another level. <laughs> I do. So you like the font and you like the sound of the movie. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's that's a good recommendation. Yeah. What was it about it that uh, anything that I won't say scared you, right? Because you know, I think you were scared, but it was, and it came out at you again. You're like, oh, besides the chicken scene, which you already knew about, because talked about that last week. Well, there, there's a couple of scenes like I love, and this is you know, scenes. Cause nothing really scares me. I get tense over them, you know, because even though I've still seen them, I love that whole scene toward near the end when she um, is in her little t-shirt with panties on, you know, and um, she goes outside, falls in the pool and all that kind of stuff and runs back in and there's that ghost. Talk about the mom, not Carolina. Yeah, point, the right? mom. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> sicko. <laughs> wow. Um, and then she goes upstairs and there's that ghost in the hallway and it's like all white and I call him the stilt monster because look, he's got legs on his stilts, right. you know. I love that monster. 
That was pretty cool. And you know what? That was actually not a bad special effect either. Yeah. That All was that, not too shabby. Who did the special effects in this movie? Do you know? Was it the Skywalker sound and like or image? Yeah. What is it called? The George Lucas company. <laughs> Come on, I can't pull think it of it out. It's a pull it. Industrial Light and Magic. Yes, very good. Woo. Yes, they did it. All right. And it's clear that they took time on this one. It was beautiful work too. I mean, I love the blended. Everything they did was blended much better than Ghostbusters. In my opinion, well, this this movie boasted that because uh, I remember hearing about it when I was a kid. They, you know, they're talking about it on TV and whatever. Uh, that that long hallway scene that was that was something new that they hadn't done before. That was one of the first times. Yeah, it was one of the first times they had actually done that when she's trying to run down the hallway and they just kind of elongated the hall and made it look like she was running a mile. That I thought was very cool too. Yeah, that was a pretty nifty little scene. I have no idea how they do it, but I'm assuming. That they're doing some sort of thing where they're moving the camera forward, but they're zooming out, so you're getting the opposite effect at the same time. Well, you remember back in I'm the 80s. I'm not sure. I could be totally wrong, but it well, sounds Well, you know, like one of the things that they used to do back in the 80s all the time uh, with really popular movies is, remember, they would always do, like, hour specials of behind the scenes mm-hmm. or how it was That's made. That's called, behind the scenes. Yeah, behind the scene movie. And they don't really do that that much anymore because you can just go online now and figure everything out. But, you know, there used to be, like, you know, primetime specials, and, and it was a primetime special about the making of... Uh, that movie, I think that's what they were called—the making of Poltergeist or the making oh, of Star Wars. Okay, yeah. you know what I mean. And and I remember them talking that they did something similar to that. How how neat it was and and you know revolutionary of a special. How they do it? Pretty cool. I don't remember. You don't remember? I just remember them talking about it. Come on, dude. That was a that was a while ago. <laughs> Not something I really would stick with me, but I still thought it was kind of cool anyway. So the. What it was the the doctor's name? The little lady that came in—that's killing. I don't, that, you know, I, I don't know her name right now. Uh, you, uh, you know, f- and for you, you call her midget. I'm not, I can't keep calling her midget clearly because that's probably insulting. Midget to a lot lady. Of people. She was in. You know, while you're looking this up, she was also in Sixteen Candles, which was two years later. Uh, so uh, she was. Yeah, she was. Um, the church. It was in the church. Remember, and her shoes squeaked when she walked. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, and she was outside the church, and the what's her name, um, Molly Ringworm. Some um, would you stop calling her that? <laughs> her sister was getting married, and she took those. Uh, oh gosh, what kind of pills was it to make her relax? Uh, it's blowing my mind. Anyway, she has a line in there about it. But yeah, she was in that movie. It was uh, who's this? Tangina. Oh yeah, name? Tangina. Tangina. That was, and that's her character name. God, you know what? Why is it that I cannot remember them ever saying her name? They do say uh, they must said have. that. Now you've said the name like that. Yeah, they, they must have, but I, for some reason that just blew right by me. She was, uh, I, liked, I, liked, I liked her character. You know, they needed that mystical type of person. I, I got a kick out of the fact that uh, the dad, Craig Nelson's character, um, you know, when she first gets there and she's upstairs trying to ask him a question, it closes his, head, his, you know, his eyes and tries to send her the thing, and he starts laughing when she can't hear his thoughts. He's like, oh, I got her. She's not. Well, I'm like, but they never said she could ESP, right? I mean, you could still be someone who can communicate with the dead and clean houses yeah. and not be able to read minds. I was like, what the stupid-ass test was that to know whether or not she was an actual medium? That that actually made me laugh. I was like, okay. I, I do like when he also said, what side of the rainbow are we working on today? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Which is funny because that's a reference to, yeah, to your, the midgets, your comment, Or yes. two little people. Yes. Sorry. I guess that is the term they prefer nowadays. But no, I, I liked her. Again, she wasn't very good at her job, clearly. Uh, you know, but she did get Carol Ann back, right? I mean, she did, she did manage she did to get do that. that. She knew what she, she was doing. She got that part back. She just couldn't finish the job. Yeah. I mean, just for her to come back and say, oh, this house is clean. Like, well, maybe you should have stuck around for, <laughs> for a little bit longer. But, you know, and I don't care. Any number of little people, seance women, can tell me that that house is clean. There is no effing way I stay in that house another day. No way. There is no reason for them to have stayed there, especially now with Carol Ann. Why would you make Carol Ann stay in that house 
another minute. You get the F out of that house. As soon as you get her, put her in the bathtub, get all the purple jelly yeah. off of her, mm-hmm. and get the hell out of that house, man. You sleep in the street, go wherever you got to go, but why would you make that That's poor true. kid stay in that house again? Now, they made a comment and, and, about wait, that, did they? In, in her own room again. Like, all right, well. Everything's better now. Let me put you back oh, in your that's home right. bed. Yeah, that's right. They did. All <laughs> like, they all what? said that. She took a bath and all yeah. that. I was like, yeah, who would do that? She I mean, got and, her hair. She's and, like, again, she put them right who back. Who would do that? Put yeah. it back in the exact same room in the exact same bed. The closet just ate you. And yeah. You know, yeah. You know, so we're going to put you right all back over again. again. Like, okay, because some woman hmm. said it was clean. Why right. would you even chance What did that? I say? 4.8. 4. 4.81. 4.80. Whoa. Lowered it down just for that point. I mean, really, why would you do that? You know, and uh, I am. I was officially 4.80. And again, I know our, our thing has never been to necessarily critique movies. We're just talking yeah. about it. And the difference is that we see as an adult, you know, these things stand out to us more. So we're not trying to pick on a movie so much as just discuss it as an adult and the things that stand out that we never really thought of. But when, uh, you know, when they went to first go get help, right? And Craig T. Nelson is meeting Dr. Tesh or Lesh. And uh, he, she's asking him questions about what's going on. You know, they're at the college. And the first thing he asks, the first thing she asks is his wife's age. And he says 30, 31. And then she asks the kid's age. And the first thing he says is his daughter's age, uh, Dana, is 16. Okay, so that would mean that the hmm. mom was 15? 15? Well, it's not out of the well, question. It's his daughter, though. Have they been married since they were 15? Have they been together since what they were 15? No, I'm just I, I don't I just found that funny that, that that came up and I don't know if that was maybe just apparently a bad you're edited. not from West Virginia like I am <laughs> and we apologize to all of our West Virginia I, listeners well I said right like now. I am oh. well still I don't think you were having kids at 15 hmm. not that's not, not that I know of. clearly right it still could have been hers but you know they always made it seem like you know they were married and they had these kids I just don't see them being married at, at 15 and and her having uh, a 15 year old child and, and not having come up some other time that you know. She was such a young So mom. this movie's about ghosts and things and, you know, really bizarre things. You're really to take that and, you know, swallow that. I don't know. It just kind of stuck out you, on me. Again, I said She can't have the children at the 15s <laughs> without, you know, being married. I mean, but kids sucked into a closet. Yeah, that one didn't, that didn't, didn't take me out of it. I'm, I don't know what it was. It was just odd to me that... That that you know a, a well written movie right well acted well directed you know apparently well, it wasn't and and then this little thing for some reason it just stuck out at me and I don't know why you know again not picking at the movie it just kind of stuck out at me it was very strange okay it looks like you're making some notes yeah I'm just drawing oh. my <laughs> I mean am I boring you yeah you kind of are like you know let's <laughs> come back to this on, later <laughs> you know. Are you upset? It's that about I, ghosts. It's not about you, you know, that how I old should you have children. Are you upset that I noticed it and you didn't? No. Oh, okay. I was surprised you didn't notice the whole thing about them. Up, you know, before she goes into the closet with the rope tied around her, and he's hang, you know, Steve is hanging onto the rope, and she goes into the closet. But before that, they have a moment, and they kiss, and you know, they see the silhouettes, and they're smoochy, smoochy. I thought you'd be all over that bar already. I thought you'd be. Nah, I mean, you know, it didn't. You really didn't. No, I mean it was a good scene, right? It was it was nice. But I will say again, I mean I made I talked about sound. The music in this is great too. Uh, it makes a lot. The music makes a lot. The score of scary is great. Say who did the score in this thing? Watch. Uh, I'm sure we can probably find out. But the yeah, score was it, great. it definitely made a difference. And I mean, they, the the mood music uh, in this movie was phenomenal. So you definitely want to watch this. If you're going to rewatch, it, you should definitely watch it in the dark and at night. Oh, definitely in the dark. Yeah, none of this in the middle of the day garbage. Suck it stuff. up watch and watch it in the dark. Yeah, get it in the dark and, and watch it. Uh, because it, it, there is definitely a mood and a, a mood and to the movie. And put a TV on with static in the corner. <laughs> Can you even get static on a TV anymore? Well, apparently, remember they had it in um, uh, The Ring, right? 
Yeah, but those were all tube TVs. I don't know. Flat screens, can you get a static? Because if there's no signal, yeah. my TV just doesn't show anything. It's just black. Oh. Yeah, I could record some static. And put there's it on no <laughs> <laughs> now you're going through a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> just to set the move for Either I'm going to get sucked into the TV or some <laughs> little Chinese girl or Asian girl is going to crawl out of the TV. <laughs> oh, so that would be awesome. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll take the going into the TV. Yeah, I, think I, I don't think I want that Asian girl coming out. And yeah, I can go without the whole uh, uh, ring thing. See, now that was a completely different type of horror movie, too. Yeah. That it was no good, right? That one was a freaky, just a ridiculously scary, but yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't quite the same. It didn't have that heart to it that, that, uh, that this one did. Yeah. So I loved, I mean, you know, again, I liked the movie. It just, it just didn't particularly scare me any, you know, the whole, when he pulls in the rope too soon and that big fake-looking head comes out, the demon. Yeah, that was in the clip that we played in the very beginning. Yeah, it didn't, didn't particularly... Uh, frightened me. I liked it. No, I think it was good, too. I mean, it was, just, it was all well-blended. Everything, you know, when he was See, doing yeah, that. I didn't think so. That, that took a me out of it again because on. it was so clearly a puppet. It just it just took me out of it. I don't think it was clearly a puppet. I mean, a lot was going on with that whole scene. I mean, just I the know. visuals it, over you know what? It, the that, lighting. That type of, thing, the, that type of uh, effect is what I would expect on a carnival ride. You know, where you go down, a little head comes out. I, I wanted to be able to hear the little steam sound of the head going... <laughs> <laughs> the piston. And, then, and then back in again. It's terrible. Piston. I liked it. I mean, you know, again, it, it just didn't. It just didn't do do much for me. I mean, I liked you know again when when the demons come back and now they have to get the hell out of the house. Um, you know that I thought was pretty fun, right? The dead bodies coming out, which you know we mentioned before, which is kind of odd that yeah they 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 built on top of a cemetery where the bodies were still there, but they built foundations, right? They laid pipe. Mm-hmm. They had to put in right. electrical stuff, and right. no, nobody. Digged more than or dug, digged. digged. Wow! <laughs> Nobody done digged. Nobody dug more than six feet down. Mm-hmm. I mean, not a single right, time said, during that entire no construction. Way. Yeah, you how was it? How did they not find uh, a bunch of dead bodies? Uh, although they showed up when she jumped in the pool and all that stuff. So I, I love that whole ending scene. I thought that was neat. The whole house getting sucked up. I like that effect. I actually thought that was a really cool effect. It was a good effect. And the, and the sound on that. Yes. That sound Ooh, you can hear the that. wood crunching out. You know what a uh, well, I love the sound of just the light being there, just going that, that ooh, whatever ooh, it was. At the end, yeah, that ooh, I thought was after effect, it was like a resonating sound. Yeah, that I thought was a really cool you effect. You know what a Foley artist is? Yeah, this guy For does the sound effect. Yeah, so I've been to Disney. Disney. Okay. I've, been on, I've oh. been on that. I've been to the Foley show. Yeah. All right. Well, I love Foley. I want, uh, that was one of my other passions I wanted to do when I was younger. I wanted to be a Foley artist, artist and do sounds for movies because, I mean, you can't imagine how many sounds are recreated after the movie's been filmed because they don't, they're not picked up by the mic and when you're doing your scene. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the scenes have to have sound added in. And this is just layered upon layer upon layer of sounds that they added in. Just even the <laughs> smallest things in scenes, which that reminds me, um, you know... Uh, there's um there's a scene when we talked about it earlier about the in the kitchen when all the chairs get moved around automatically by the ghosts you know moving around all that and right. you know but before that happens Carol Ann's in the kitchen she's watching TV and it's just static she's got her face up to the TV yeah watching that little kitchen TV right and then, which I remember uh, being jealous of that when I was a kid like really oh they yeah, have a kitchen, TV in the in kitchen the ki- really what the hell <gasps> they must be rich she um she had uh she was watching static on the TV and. Um, her mama goes, you know, honey, that's going to ruin your eyes. So she turns it on to a uh, regular station, and there was a war movie or something on. And in the war movie, you could hear 
the Wilhelm scream. Do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. That's um, that's that famous scream from uh, that guy recorded like in 1950 for some gangster movie or something. But no, it wasn't a gangster movie. It was a gangster was, movie. No, it was um some. But it's been used in every horror movie and movie. I mean, it's yeah. it's like free reign. It's like free. It's like public domain or something. 1951. Now, right? It was there called Distant Drums, and this guy was being pulled underwater by an alligator. Oh, there and you go. And they he recorded a couple sounds, but they finally used one. They used the other ones in the same movie, and but that one stuck, um, and it's used a lot. Here it is, actually. So I'm sure you. Yeah, that's yep. I've heard yeah. that many times. So that's actually if you hear that on the TV, if you play that back, you'll hear that scream. It's used in Star Wars uh, a couple different times. Yeah, when that guy falls off the bridge. You go, right ah! when you swing in yeah. there across. Yep. Yeah. So that sound, you're gonna hear that um, in movies. That's gonna stick out, and you hear that. Oh yeah, it's in so many, and it still is today. Even though they could probably make a different scream if they wanted to, they they still use that that scream purposely. Today. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's just one of those uh, throwbacks. But I did like that. I love the ending. You know, that again, that little thing gets sucked up. I thought it was very humorous and just had a little bit of heart when they get to the hotel at the end. And you think the movie's over. They're kind of panning away a little bit. And the door opens and they push the TV out on the cart. Mm-hmm. I love that. I thought that was hilarious. I mean, that was just great. You know, they're not Good free- thinking. Yeah. I mean, you're not watching TV as a kid anymore ever. Ever. That's true. Yeah. Would you ever go ever back to watch back TV? TV? Would any of you ever, ever watch TV again? Well, once cable was invented and no more, you know, and had all night commercials. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I probably wouldn't. uh, I don't think I'd want to watch TV again ever. I don't know. Maybe movies. (laughs) I don't know what you read a book. Maybe. I I don't know. But I think TV, I I would lay off. If there was even a 2% chance that there was going to be a ghost (laughs) coming out of my TV, you know what? I don't think I need to watch, you know, Family Ties uh, that much. I probably would have skipped it if I could have. So, you know, again, liked it. Good heart. You know, it just, just didn't scare me. Yeah, it just didn't hold up to me for a horror movie. Hmm. Yeah. I I liked it. I liked picking it apart in a fun way. You know, it, it's weird to say that, but you know, I've seen it so many times that I liked like that whole kitchen scene when before everything goes to hell. Um, you know, they're all having fun at the table and calling each other barf bags and doggy bags and stuff. Right. And then his glass breaks. You know, if you go back and, and, and just watch the that, bottom of it just pops out. The bottom pops out. But if you look, it's got a string on the bottom of it and it pulls. No, out. Yeah. Really. It's so funny. And when it breaks the glasses, like, in a very deliberate, jagged oh, yeah, way. That, so that was George Lucas and Industrial but Light he, Magic. Yeah, huh? but Just he a little string. <laughs> no, that, that would, they would not have done that. That's, not, that's practical uh, stuff on set. That's not. Oh, okay. They do that after effects, so. Oh, I was like, okay, that's not no, impressive. That's not, <laughs> yeah, that's not so impressive. <laughs> but it's interesting if you want to catch that scene. Um, there's a couple things like that. I think I mentioned the steak. It's on a track. Even the chair sunning across the floor, one leg is in the groove of the tile. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah, you, you know, can see that. Little things like that. But I like that. I like catching all the little small stuff. Yeah, I thought that was kind of neat. Just wow. to prove that there's no such thing as ghosts. Yeah, you know? clearly, because why would they make a movie and hire actual ghosts to play in the movie? So... You know, your uh, your son's ten, getting ready to be eleven. Would you let him watch this yet? I mean, it's only PG. I would let him watch it if he wanted to watch it, but there is no way he's going to watch it. I think I've tried to get him to watch that with me, and I think he was just too scared after a couple. Oh, of- I, I definitely think while we may be jaded and old man cynical uh, glasses that we are or that we have on, I think as a kid, if you were to watch this movie, I think it would still scare you. I do. I don't think they would get a lot of references, well, yeah. right? They wouldn't yeah. get some of these things that that happen. Uh, in the 80s, uh, you know, with especially with the guy carrying around the big movie cameras and stuff like that. <laughs> but, you know, I think uh, I think they would still definitely get scared now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, in general, when I was younger, these types of movies always would scare me more. I think I told you this before, you know, the, the slasher movies never bothered me because they always just seemed so ridiculous. Uh, you know, but Paranormal, Ghost, oh, yeah, that, that could happen. <laughs> I, I buy that one, no problem at all. 
Well, if you listen to the end of the credits, you would certainly be freaked out. <laughs> yeah, the end of the credits. What? What? Uh, you didn't watch the end of the credits do, like, again? Those, like, I'm telling you, you got to start watching the credits all the way through. Uh, you know, but nine times out of ten, though, there's nothing on the credits. Okay, on this one, you know, I've got my headphones on. I'm chilling out, just watching the names and stuff go by. <laughs> you know? At the very end, it says, you know, Panoram, uh, Panavision, whatever it is. And at the very end, the music ends, and all of a sudden, you just hear these like children laughing, giggling, and stuff all down, you know, over top of each. <laughs> other like several of them i'm like what is this it's creepy <laughs> it was creepy i got my headphones on i was like looking around because i wasn't expecting that i've never out. heard that and it, uh, so you, tune in if you haven't heard that if any of you all heard that go to the end of poltergeist you know what you should see if you can't isolate that and stick that out there yeah i can throw it in there i'll do that because that, that would freaky. be kind of interesting to hear it was like whoa where did this was it like from? just like the voices from the tv talking when they go to that shoo, 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 no, type of thing? kids laughing it was weird all right. Well, maybe spooky they thought something laughing. Was, maybe the, <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. It was <laughs> a weird tie-in. I don't know. So I'll throw that up there so you All guys right. can. Yeah, I'd be curious to hear it. Yeah. All right. I really don't have anything else. Yeah. Yeah. I don't either. I, I enjoyed mean, it. That was like I said. You know, we talked about what we wanted to talk about with it. it. It's still an enjoyable movie. If it comes on, you should catch it. But um, you know, four point four is still pretty good. I mean, it's a good rating. I yeah. Prob- I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with, with rating. your rating. I, you know, I think that um, I think we both enjoyed it. Of course, now that I now that I keep thinking about how the fact that they really did leave their kids back in that house again, and actually tuck them into bed is still. I'm thinking <laughs> about maybe I might drop it back down to a point, maybe to four point three or something instead. Or wait, I'm at four point three. I dropped down to four point two. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, I no, did. I'm four point eight. I changed mine. Yeah, I think it needed to be. I think it needed to be. All right. Well, there we go. That was uh, our review, our old man cynical glass review of uh, Poltergeist. So from 1982. Uh, from 1982 uh, as always at this part of the show we kind of go to our, our, our next one going to give out our next movie we talk about our nostalgia remembrance of, uh, of this movie and give it a nostalgia review then we're going to rent it and watch it again and uh, we'll come back next week and, and give it a more current review and, and we'll talk more about it so go ahead tell me what we got okay this movie is from 1984 and it is Red Dawn dun, 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 dun. now this movie should be PG thirteen, right? Yeah, it's PG thirteen. Yes. Yeah, I think we talked about this one this of our earlier podcast. This was the first, I think, wide released movie that was a PG thirteen. Um, so I don't see nineteen eighty four. Actually, we would have been fourteen, so we could have seen this movie. Uh, I know I saw this actually in the theaters. So I don't remember if I saw it in the theaters or not. Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure I. No, I saw it back then. Maybe when it came out on VHS. Yeah, no, I think I saw this one in a theater. But this was a great movie. Loved this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was just that that classic. Uh, Kids rising up and, and doing things yeah. the adults can't Rebelling. do. And yeah, and every every teenager saw this movie and was like, "Hell yeah, I could do that. Not a problem. I would." There's no way those freaking commies would get me. Um, you know, this movie obviously would not play very well to today's audiences. I don't think because there are no communists and you know that whole fear that we all grew up with in the 80s, right? That the communists were going to come in, the bomb, all that stuff. It's not really there today. So Although, they're remaking it. I think yeah, it comes but out I, this year. I haven't looked at the plot Either of the right. Red Dawn. So who to knows? See who the enemy is in that? If it's uh, Middle Eastern or if it is, I think they're still using Russians. Um, uh, I don't know, but it'll be interesting. Obviously, they should have something that's more relevant. Yeah, but uh, and know, believable. Whole, yeah, let's see again. Back in nineteen, that was believable, right? We didn't know any better. Like that could happen. That so could happen. But so anyway, uh, we're gonna take a little break. We'll come back. We'll give our nostalgia review, and we'll talk about what we remember of this movie. And uh, take it from there. So we'll uh, we'll see you guys on the other side. What's going on here, my friend? Over to you. Get in! 
conventional forces of the Russian army. It is believed the lead waves were disguised as commercial charter flights. Communications have broken down other parts of the country. Large areas of the Midwest may have been overrun. I know who all of you are. They're looking for you. You're 40 miles behind enemy lines. I just want to go home. They took a lot of people away. Where's my dad, Mr. Eckert? What if love somebody, Andy? I'm gonna die before it happens. George! They're gonna kill us! All of us! So why should we be different? Because we live here! for a bunch of kids, huh? Mom would be real proud. Yeah, damn commies. The heck with them. <laughs> Get them, man. Get them, man. Get those commies. Yeah, this this movie was this movie. I remember this so vividly from from uh, being in high school, and again that whole time in 1984, where it was Reagan versus uh, you know the Iron Curtain and Gorbachev, and and it was just you know everybody was still in that Russians are bad type of mentality, and yeah. this movie just sparked all of that, right? So yeah, I, I definitely uh, get got pumped up back in the day when when this movie came out. This is not a movie that I actually remember I said before. Like I wish that would happen to me. This is not a movie I wanted to happen to me. <laughs> But if I was there, I'd be like, give me a gun. Yeah, hell yeah, because there's no way in any teenager who saw this where their fantasy was one of the teenagers getting caught by by the... Actually, I guess in this one, in their town, it wasn't communists that came. It was the the, the freedom fighters from the south. From I forgot they called themselves. They go together. They come right, together. right. They come together. But I think specifically in this town, it was the freedom fighters, the Latin American freedom fighters that, that had come up. Uh, and had taken over this town, but you know, no one ever sees themselves as one of the kids who got stuck in the concentration camp, right? Everybody saw themselves as one of the survivors out there, you know, fending for themselves and, and killing the bad guys. But most likely, we both probably would have been killed within the first five minutes of the invasion, doing something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I, I guarantee it. Um, <clears throat> so, what do you remember? What sticks out for you in this movie? Oh wait, I'm sorry. Before we get going, yeah, I always yeah, forget. I always jump ahead. So, Red Dawn. Uh, for those who haven't seen it, it's about a group of high school kids, and and the high school kids in this one it was almost like the, uh, um, uh, what was the, the early gangster movie with Ralph Macchio, the kids, ah, yeah. the greasers and right. the socials, uh-huh. outsiders, yeah, right. It had that same type of high powered cast like the outsiders guy. You had Patrick Swayze uh, in this one, uh, C. Thomas Howell, Leah Thompson, Charlie Sheen, Jennifer Grey. Uh, you know, this had a whole bunch of up and comer, up and coming actors and actresses uh, in 1984. Yeah. So anyway, it's about a group of these guys. They're all going to the same high school together. Although actually, I think Patrick Swayze graduated, but um, I don't remember. I'll find out when I watch it. So they all go to the same high school, and there is a overnight. There's some surprise attack from the Russians and these freedom fighters from the south. All you know, attack America in the middle of the country first, trying to divide it and, and go across. So they all all get attacked, and, and these kids live in some small town. I don't remember what city it was or state it was, but it was a small town in the Midwest. I figure it's like New Mexico or something. Actually, you know, was it? I thought it was in the I don't Midwest. Know. I feel somewhere. like well, New that Mexico. Is the Midwest, I guess, but 
Um, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out when we watch it again. Um, so they were in the middle of this in some small town, and you know they're all outdoorsman type kids, right? They've all grown up hunting, and then they know how to use you guns can say and Hicks. survive. I don't say Hicks. They're just they're small town guys, and you know they you know can how, say Hicks. They know how to take care of themselves. Once again, I direct, would say it, but West Virginians can direct their hate mail to <laughs> Sean at hhp podcast dot com. So they get in, and uh, these kids manage to escape, and uh, they they manage to start fighting back, trying to free their town from the mountains around surrounding their town. So they go down, and they do these little attacks against the Russians and these freedom fighters, and and uh, you know trying to get their town freed and just stay free themselves and, and not get killed. They eventually meet up with some uh, a U.S. captain or something like that who's down pilot. Yeah, they eventually meet up pilot. with him, and he kind of helps them coordinate their their offenses and, God, and who eventually. Was he too? He was somebody. Yeah, he was an actual actor too. Uh, that had been around a lot. Uh, well, they were all actors. Powers Michael. Booth. Powers Booth, <laughs> yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Um. So yeah, eventually though, you know, they they end up doing one big score. They want to come down and try to free a bunch of people all at once, and um, you know, some bad things happen. Uh, and I guess again, spoilers. Uh, you know, I think it was uh, C. Thomas's Hal character that ends up getting shot. Their brothers, Wolverine. Yeah, him and Patrick Swayze are, are brothers, and mm. he ends up getting shot and sitting in a little sad scene at the end where he's sitting on the swing, rocking yeah. his brother. Um, and, and, and and you know, they don't end the war. These kids don't end the war, right? They just go down there and save their friends and some of their family, and you know, and then they just do a little voiceover saying the war went on for another year or two, but eventually the United States kicked them out. And but I think they were like showing that. that they were resistance that it did, was effective to some degree. Yeah, no, I mean absolutely. I think I think it was just supposed to draw that, you know, that that no, f- never die, surrender type yeah. of attitude that all Americans had towards communism and the evil that that was back in the day and, and this is what we would do and, and so forth and so on. And I think around that time there was a lot of freedom fighter stuff going on in South America uh, where they were trying to overthrow a lot of the governments and, and they were, you know, because they talked about that in this movie, right, between these guys and the freedom fighter that was there, compared them to each other, that type of thing. So, it, you know, again, it, it really really did a great movie. Uh, opened up in, in 84. I think the opening weekend was about $8 million. It didn't bust the bank when it first came out. It was one of the first PG-13 movies. Because um, it definitely had a lot of violence, I think overall it, uh, it it grossed about forty million, which I think the budget for this movie was only about uh, fourteen. So it clearly made mm. clearly made some good money for the for the guys. And they never did a did they ever do a sequel? I don't think to they Red did. Dawn. I, I don't remember Red ever Dawn a sequel. Two. I don't. Know. Yeah, Red Dawn Two, more redder. Um, yeah, I don't think they ever did a sequel. I know Red get- Mid Morning. <laughs> I know they're getting ready to to remake it, uh, as we talked about earlier, uh, with the guy from Thor. I think is the main character. The guy who plays Thor is actually the main character in this one. So, what do you remember? Give it to me, or you want to just give you a nostalgia rating? I, you know, I remember a lot of it, but I'm, t- I'm trying to piece it together. Uh, it's been a long time to seen this. I, I, probably ten years. Yeah, I don't maybe even know fifteen. How long it's, been. it's been a real long time. Maybe even twenty. I don't know. It's been a long time. I, I do remember. I like this. So, but I, I would say my nostalgia rating is probably going to sit. Probably, I'll give it a three point six two. How's that sound? Sounds uh, like a good rating. I mean, it's above average, right? Yeah. Well, I'm going to go just a little bit higher. I'm going to go to 3.7 okay. um, because I remember it as being a better than average movie. I don't think it was anything. Yeah, it's that, definitely better than average. Yeah, it didn't it didn't blow me away in some way aside from the patriotic thing that it made you want to get out and, and fight, uh, you know, and fight for your country, that type of stuff after it was done. Um, although I'm pretty sure I missed a bunch of the subtext and messages. I'm going to get a lot <laughs> more out of it now than I did then. Yeah, I'm very curious to see how much more I get out of it now versus what I saw then. Majority of what I memory remember, remember, I was trying to say my memories and what I remember. <laughs> but I'm a member. Uh, are just the you know the fighting and their little 
plots and schemes they were and, doing. And you and said Wolverines snow. earlier. That was something that was very uh, big. It was the name of their mascot for their football team. So they yeah. would scream yeah. it when they were fighting. Wolverines! Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that that was kind of neat. Would you consider this pretty big budget? I don't... Not really. No, I mean, like I said, I think the budget was like $12 million. I, I don't mean, know that it would be considered a big budget You know, back then film. they didn't CGI in helicopters, but they had some like... No, they actually would have had the actual helicopters yeah, in there, right? That's some money, you know, getting those flying over, just to fly over. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know that I would consider it a, a big budget film. I mean, you know, it was... Tanks. Definitely, it definitely had some good uh, star power still. And I mean, those guys were all young, but they were known. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think this was C. Thomas's Howell's first Certainly. like starring role. I mean, oh. you remember he was in E.T. We talked about that. Uh, just a few years earlier, he was one of the the bike yeah. guys in ET. And of course, he was in Outsiders. See, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. See, Thomas Howell, Pony Boy, or one of his kids, or you know, I don't know which one he was, but he was in there. Yeah, trust me, he's in. No, there. no, I, I believe and Charlie Sheen was in that too, wasn't he? I know uh, Tom Cruise. You know, a different movie. I know. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're Ooh. gonna we're gonna get sidetracked. Uh, was the Outsiders in the eighties? Hmm. Or was it seventy nine? I don't know. We have to look that up because if it isn't, we, we're gonna have to do that movie too. I forgot. Uh, I forgot that was a pretty darn good movie. 1983. Oh, wow. So it was right before this one, just a couple of years before. Oh, wow. Uh, for some reason, I figured that was much older for some reason. Huh. Mm-hmm. All right. So after watching this movie, you didn't go into your backyard like you did with Ghostbusters and try to form a Wolverines club? I may have, but, you know, <laughs> dig, you know, start digging those holes, you know, little traps to come up and start shooting at them. You know, <laughs> you start dig like two holes and then you're done. Those, those yeah. little bungee traps? Yeah. Yeah, because it does get a little tiring with, yeah, that, actual, with that actual <laughs> shovel. <laughs> My memory, how it ended. When they're like a memorial that was built and it talked about, yeah, you yeah, said that, that. that's when the talk, that's when the voiceover was going and they built the memorial. But it wasn't for them. No, I don't think it was. I just think it was for all the people who lost their lives in the war. Okay, I thought it was for them, but see, it probably wasn't. Yeah, and no, I'm gonna have to go back I, you know, again. You and know, they showed like a fence line, right, or like just divided, or maybe where, where it used to be, or something. See, my memory is not good on. Yeah, this. I don't remember a uh, fence line thing in there but you know that's the point of this what we're doing right we, we try to remember yeah. from a nostalgic point of view and what we vaguely remember of these movies um and and you watch it again and as an adult you're like holy crap okay this movie was nothing like i thought it thought it was going to be i'd probably say out of the eight podcasts that we've done so far this is probably the first one that we've done that was still a really popular movie right especially to people especially to guys our age um you know we all would have saw it around our age and uh but it's one that we don't really have a very clear yeah. Recollection. We don't right? go we back and watch this. Yeah, one we haven't gone yeah. back and watched this one forever. It has. It wasn't on a lot uh, in the reruns because it is violent. Um, it wasn't on a lot in the reruns, and I think probably since the Iron Curtain fell and Russia became our friends, they probably just, they kind of stopped showing those Russian themed evil movies. You don't see those like <laughs> you used to, right? You used to see Chuck Norris all the time yeah. killing Russians and, and communists, and and you don't really see those a- anymore. Um, it, it was just a different thing. So, I yeah. really don't. I mean, I remember some of the snow scenes. Oh, okay. Remember the grenade scene when? Yes. Jennifer. Yeah. Gray. Jumps, yeah. Just jumps on the grenade. Well, no, she puts it she, under her. She's going to die. She got shot. Oh, so that's she right. takes the grenade. God, you know, I remember that scene. Now that I remember herself. the bullet hitting her and the fluff. From yeah, the, fluff from the yeah, suit, uh, little suit jacket she's got. You know, comes out. Oh wow! I and then so they gave her the grenade. She puts it with her and then the guy comes and then she blows them all up and kills herself I right. remember that scene wow. that was a terrible terrible scene to see her go wow wow God, yeah, now that you said that it's like oh yeah nah, I definitely remember that. and it's funny because I don't remember what happens to Charlie Sheen's character I don't remember what happens to Leah Thompson's character. They done died it, I'm sure. Right? I don't. Uh, they didn't all die. Yeah, I, think, not, I yeah. think Leah Thompson lives, right? Cause that's her voiceover at the end uh, that, that keeps talking. But I don't. I don't remember the rest of it. I know the bad guy Russian gets gets wasted mm-hmm. in this movie, but the the bad freedom fighter guy from from South America 
Doesn't he bail or something? Yeah, he, he just leaves him. He, he sees, gives up. Yeah, he sees him with his brother and just says, you know what, I, this isn't what I signed up for. I, I'm a freedom fighter. I'm not here to oppress people. So it ends up just kind of going away after that. Did they come down on parachutes, too? I have a recollection yeah, remember of parachutes, that's how they got right? it. They, they flew in from they're, South American Canada. Everyone's in school, right? They were right. all chilling And all of a sudden, these parachutes came down, and the warning sirens yeah. went off. Uh, and, it, and everything just kind of went to hell after that. I was thinking, like, how could you not know that this was going to happen? But back then, you didn't have the communication that we do nowadays. I mean, radar and sure picked them up, you know, but... They're still coming in, and schools and stuff didn't know about all that no, kind of stuff. No, no. I mean, there's probably a fax coming in. There. <laughs> <laughs> but those things took a while to, uh, to, to yeah, print out. Coming yeah. out, a little <laughs> you're like, come on. <laughs> I see parachutes dropping. Well, I see and, people and dying. Those, What's and, his fax say? And, and the dot matrix printers, you know, like the laser printers today, they print it all at once, right? So you could you could have stopped yeah. it and seen it, but the dot matrix it would have just right. zzz, like, and only done like line, the one line, right. and the yeah. next so it would have been like warning, and it would have just been that's all it would have been <laughs> copyright first. You know, it does the bottom first. You get all the stupid stuff you don't want to look at. You're like, what the hell is going on out there? So yeah, communications would not have worked quite the same way. Well, I guess they did have phones in 1982, <laughs> so I guess someone could have called them. Uh, you know, but I'm sure the phone it happened fast. That's why I'm thinking that had to be like New Mexico or something like that, like a border state to. To Mexico or something. Yeah, well, we'll find out when, yeah. when we watch it again. So, yeah. So, anyway, you know, not a whole lot more uh, really to add. I wish I could remember more of it, uh, you know, but I really don't. So I'm, I'm excited really, to see it. Because, I am, actually, because you know, this is one of those ones, like I said, that we really don't know It's going to be well. a mystery. Will it go up? Will it go down? Stay the same? Probably uh, uh, end up not being, being what we think it's going to be, but, yeah, it could be. All right. So, um, anything else you want to add for this one? No, I'm good. All right. So, you know, before we go, we want to thank everybody again for all of their support uh, and comments and feedback. We appreciate everything. Um, you know, we appreciate you guys sending emails to us. But, you know, if you uh, you want to get uh, some comments going, you know, go feel free to go ahead and leave them on the website. We're always checking it. We'll always respond to you there, too. Uh, our website is hhp-podcast.com. You can look us up on uh, iTunes under the Hockey Masks, High Schools, and Popcorn. Same on Facebook. Go to Facebook if you like us, friend us. Uh, it helps us advertise and get the word out. Uh, you know, if you're listening, you know, spread the word. Get it to your friends. Uh, let them know uh, what you heard, and you know, you enjoy it. And you know, I'm going to throw this out there just a whim. First person who makes a comment on the website itself on a on one of the episodes because you make a comment there we'll do a shout out or something to you so we'll do something so put something out there and we will do something yeah not not for family so yeah fam- family doesn't count you guys can't, can't go out there and, and do it because we're we're hoping you're listening already so first person that we don't know that, whole, that goes yeah. out <laughs> yeah. and puts a comment on one of the things friends we'll, and family of yeah, the HHP <laughs> podcast are not a, are not eligible. eligible for this giveaway um, but yeah somebody else the giveaway I, again say and Thanks, by giveaway, we mean yeah. we will give our air while we're talking. We will do something. Yeah, we'll we'll do something. Um, you know, we just want to see who's who's out there listening. We know from stats, right? But people are yeah, listening. Yeah, we are. We're getting people. We we're, have you know, our, We know people are listening. We can see it happening. What do we have? Uh, our, what do you call it? Our feed. We know we have many people who actually are picking up the feed on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And we listening. have a lot of people who listen to it through Facebook. Yeah. There's people clicking on it. It's definitely, you know, I know people are out there listening to it. And it's not just me and Sean clicking it on all the time. Uh, you know, so we'd be curious to get some feedback from people and, and, you know, especially on the website and let us know what you think about it. Um, so anything else you want to add before we, uh, say goodnight? No. And pregnant pause. (laughs)
I don't want to go. Actually, I, I do because I, I feel know, like we want to keep talking about something else. Like the Red Dawn, I just felt yeah. like it was a really short thing because we just don't remember yeah. enough of it. Which, come on, to be honest, of all the movies in the 80s, we're not going to remember every single yeah. detail from every single movie. Uh, so they'll be a little bit shorter. But that's typically why our first part of our podcast is like 45 minutes and the second part is like 10. Yeah. Uh, because we're old and we don't remember things. <laughs> so there is that. All right. So Red Dawn, if you haven't seen it, go out, rent it, play along at home. And uh, we'll be back next week to, uh, to talk about it. So, all right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye, guys.